Hello and welcome to the Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0 Livestream Podcast hosted by Encore Entrepreneurs, Shelley Carney and Toby Yunus. We inspire excitement for content creation and marketing your brand and business while answering all your technology and digital marketing questions. Join us as we interview experts who share their knowledge and experience to provide actionable tips to land more clients, nurture leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. Chat with Shelly and Toby every Wednesday on YouTube or Facebook. Hi. And, what? Nothing, I'm just going <laughs> to let you know. Because uh, what I've been doing is I've been turning the camera off, so there's oh. no us preview. Oh, that, that little short yeah, thing. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That's that's why I didn't, and I didn't have a chance to explain it before we started. Oh, see, we're just we're winging it today, winging, winging, winging. That's what happens when things are live, right? And hello, and welcome to Messages and Methods. I'm your host with the most, Shelley Carney. This is Toby. I'm Toby, the technical director and the person who figures out what to do when the guest that you expected to show up doesn't. Well, you know, here's what we teach our clients. If you are doing interviews, have a backup, especially, you know, because it's live. Now, if you're recording a podcast, then you know who showed up and you're putting it out after the fact. Uh, but when you're doing it live, there's a little bit of, oh, are they going to show up? Are they going to show up? Are they going to show up until the last minute? And then sometimes, whoop, they don't. So you always have to have something as backup, right? So we created a presentation that we can always go to as a backup. And uh, what we had done was we were creating this, this series, right? We had created a series and then we kind of got off of that series because we were having all these interviews. So we said, well, we'll just, what's next in the series? And we'll just slot that in as a backup. And today we're going to be using that. Today we're going to be talking about the live streaming app that we use. And this is um, number eight in our series. And when all of the series is done, we'll bring together the blog posts into a booklet or a book, uh, depending on how much material there is, I guess. There's probably going to be enough for a book because each blog post ends up being at least 10 pages, mm -hmm. if not yeah. more, you know, um, anywhere from 10 to 10 to 15 to 20 pages. I'm feeling like a book. So it should turn into a book when we are done and we will have that available for uh, everybody. Uh, we'll probably have it available for free on our website, mm -hmm. I would think. Yeah. And uh, we may even put up the uh, the paperback if you want to order the paperback. We'll put that up on, on Amazon, right? So, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Kindle. Yeah. Why not? So, yeah. Why not? So you can find it. And today we're going to be talking about live streaming. Well, so I do want to make a couple of points. It's it's not like we don't go through the trouble of um, scheduling the folks that uh, volunteer to interview <laughs> of us. Of course. We use an application that uh, they fill out the form. Uh, it's, a comment. Uh, it sends them um, reminders uh, three days uh, beforehand, one day beforehand. And so it's always a bit of a disappointment to us 
uh, because we're always looking forward to these interviews. And, you know, these are people that we we decide after speaking with them whether or not they'd make a great interview, not only for us, but for our audience. So it's always kind of a disappointment uh, when they don't make it. And we hope that somehow or the other it was some, you know, unpleasant, not unpleasant thing that happened um, and that they let us know and we can schedule them at some time in the future. So after the fact, we're going to have to go in and change titles and thumbnails. Oh, that's right. Like that so what well. you're seeing on the title is completely different from what yeah. we're going to do. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and share uh, the presentation. And Davio's here. Hi, Davio. Hey, Davio. How are you doing? Thanks for joining us. Today uh, we'll be talking about uh, the live streaming app. And again, the name of the book that we're going to put out is called Livecast Life. And it has all the different sections of how to create and uh, launch your own live stream, your own podcast, and your own blog, and to continue doing them every week at the same time. And don't forget. And don't forget, like, share, and subscribe. You're not going to give them the full page? Please, please uh, click on the like button. heard it so many times. Oh, all right. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> like, share. And subscribe if you're not See, already. Now I've heard it two or three times today. Okay. And in addition <laughs> to that, on this channel, the super chat light is lit. So if you'd like to make a little contribution to our project here, go down to the bottom of the chat window and you'll see a grayed out but stylized dollar sign. Click on that dollar sign and YouTube will very generously and graciously help you find your way to donating to our project. That's right. Okay. Okay. So today, live streaming. As you know, uh, it's important to have an application that works really well for you, that is uh, user-friendly, that is helpful, that helps you to spread your message around the world on all the different social media sites where you have a presence. Um, and that does not mean necessarily that you have to have a presence on every social media site. Uh, for us, we are always recommend YouTube. We always recommend having a page independent of your profile page on Facebook. If you have access to it and you like using it, LinkedIn is another one, especially if you're trying to do business. There are others, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, uh, TikTok, other applications that you can use to spread your message. The benefit of being on as many social media applications as possible is that you broaden your footprint and search engines, especially Google, like the broadest possible footprint you can make. And that's that leads into our conversation that we've had in the past about leveraging your content, taking one piece of content like a live stream and transforming it uh, into other types of content that are audio, uh, text, short messages, uh, audiograms, which is a kind of new thing that's come along, but it's kind of cool. Uh, so you don't have to be on everything, but you should be on several things at a, at a minimum in order to establish your presence and in order to build that uh, footprint of yours. I do want to point out that uh, there's the way to contact us down here. Our website is AGK, I should be pointing over here, agkmedia.studio. Uh, uh, support. Uh, our email address is support at agkmedia.studio. And you can always leave a voicemail at 505-750-2744. It takes platform. And the top two platforms <clears throat> are YouTube and Facebook. YouTube is not just a platform where you can share your social media posts. 
it is also a search engine. So if somebody is looking for information on a particular topic, for instance, they want to know more about live streaming apps, they can type that into Google and our video will come up uh, because it is a search engine on YouTube. Facebook is a very busy place. It is uh, when you combine it with all of the Facebook or meta apps that are involved, such as Instagram and WhatsApp, uh, and Facebook Messenger, you have the biggest uh, social media conglomerate that there is. That's a good word for it now. It's becoming a conglomerate. As a matter of fact, um, uh, they just renamed that conglomerate meta. Right. Uh, to imply that the metaverse, the metaverse, right? Yeah. That they're to imply that it's much larger than just Facebook alone. Mm -hmm. Now, there's good news and bad news about that. The good news is uh, it enables you to integrate a lot of activity. Uh, and let me give you a classic example. If I post something to Instagram, it automatically posts to my Facebook page, or I have a choice of uh, posting it to other Instagram channels that uh, I may have. So there's good news. The bad news is when it goes bad in terms of um, uh, misinformation, disinformation, it goes bad really big because they are uh, so large uh, in and of themselves. And yeah. yeah. Uh, we recommend LinkedIn. If you have a LinkedIn presence, and if you don't, then get started on one, especially if you have your own business. Uh, you, everybody should be on LinkedIn if they have their own business. Even if you are a member of a partnership or a company, you can you can have your own presence and then be linked in with your own company. Uh, we have our own personal pages. And on my personal LinkedIn profile, I have over a thousand uh, followers or links. So that gave me the ability to live stream to my personal profile LinkedIn page. And then we also have our own business page, but it's not as big uh, because my personal profile I've been using for years and years. Uh, so it over time, it's built up and built up uh, so that I can go live there. And the other interesting thing is you're going to get comfortable on various platforms. Shelly is very comfortable on LinkedIn. I am not. I've, I haven't built the uh, built the presence on LinkedIn that Shelly has, and it's still cumbersome for me. My favorite place is YouTube. I, I, I know what to do with YouTube. I know how to use it, and I know how to take advantage of it. I do want to point out, as Shelly said, it it's also a search engine, but uh, what you missed was, and I don't think it was intentional, but it's the second largest search engine be, behind uh, Google. So even if you don't have a presence on Google, uh, if you don't have Google My Business, for example, or you haven't made yourself very active for uh, on blogs and things like that, if you have a YouTube channel, it's going to start appearing simply because it is the second largest search engine. And when you do a search on Google, one of the things it does automatically is it searches on YouTube and it presents those two on that first page of your Google uh, search. So some of the others that, and what we tried to list here were all the platforms that enable video, uh, either a video presence or a live streaming presence. Uh, the ones that we put up here are uh, all available to live stream. And you're going to see a variety here. You know, it's obvious to expect YouTube and Facebook. Now we can expect LinkedIn. Vimeo is relatively new. It was a video only plat video upload platform, uh, but it recently announced that it was going to start um, allowing live streaming. I have a, a Vimeo channel, but I haven't used it in a long time. It used to, uh, you, you, and you may still have 
it may still be necessary to pay for your uh, Vimeo channel, uh, depending on your size and how active you want it to be. Twitch, of course, is mostly for gaming, but there is a lot of different, it's very good at live streaming, uh, and it got very good at live streaming because it was live streaming gaming, and that's a very uh, broadband kind of effort. Uh, but uh, it's very much targeted at that Gen X, millennial slash Gen X crowd. It's a younger, younger. It is a younger crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon just recently announced live streaming. Now they're very much focused on live streams that uh, do product demos because that helps them make money. Uh, Pinterest is another one. I'm not at all familiar with it. Do you, do you even have a Pinterest? Channel? I have a Pinterest page. Um, I don't use it much anymore. I used it a lot uh, before in the past, but they are adding new things now. Uh, they've just started doing a live streaming component on Pinterest. And Pinterest is also a search engine and it is also a place where you can do transactions. So uh, you can sell things on Pinterest. Sell your own products or NFTs? I, I don't know what they're selling. Hmm. I don't I don't actually use it that much, but so, I know that that's a, a part of what they offer. Twitter does allow short video uploads and they acquired, uh, I don't know whether you guys remember it, it wasn't around that long, it was something called Periscope that was live stream only and intended to be in the vertical format. So it was oriented towards smartphone users in terms of live streaming. Um, about a year and a half ago, Twitter acquired them. Our expectation was that they were going to merge the two so that you could have live streaming to Twitter. Um, that's never actually happened. Twitter. The expectation is that Twitter will eventually, if it doesn't already, uh, allow for live streaming, but we don't know that's available right now. And I'm sure they'll roll it out in the way that LinkedIn did to its more, um, starting with its more active um, uh, clients and subscribers. So, uh, but eventually it'll do what everybody else is doing and that's make, make for uh, live streaming. Another one of those is uh, Instagram. It does allow for live streaming. There are no minimum subscriber numbers. We have a friend that does a lot of live streaming on Instagram. Um, and I think she only has, I, I say only, she has about 400 subscribers. So there's not that thousand subscriber minimum, but it's not easy. Uh, you have to use a specialized product if you're on a desktop platform. It's okay if you're on, if you use the Instagram smartphone version for lives, uh, but you pay the price in terms of uh, quality and not in studios and no green screens, things right. like that. And then uh, TikTok uh, allows for live streaming. Again, no fancy backgrounds. It's oriented towards the smartphone vertical style and real easy to get onto, but you have to have a minimum of a seven, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 1,000 uh, subscribers. Shelly, anything else on that? Nope. These are live stream hosting platforms. Uh, mostly it is going to be larger companies who are using this type of a, of a hosting platform because they are a high dollar uh, product. And, and I don't have much else to say other than that. No. So when it comes to a hosting platform, what you have to remember is that you may be using a product already uh, like, uh, like uh, uh, Twitter that will rely on all the video that's associated with your Twitter account uh, to be backgrounded by a hosting uh, platform. Amazon actually has one of these. I'm not sure we actually listed it, but these are the companies that if you were say uh, a company that wanted to establish a broadcast channel, 
um, maybe based on politics or news or things like that, you would go to these companies and they would back end your news channel uh, so that you could support uh, lots of users, you know, not only your own programming, but programming of other users. And um, it, it, tends to run into bigger dollars. You're not talking about a free YouTube YouTube account or a $10 a month Vimeo account. You're talking about tens, thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of uh, monthly subscriptions uh, between you and uh, one of these uh, big boys. We'll go ahead and name them since uh, this is going to go out as a podcast as well. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so there's DaCast, D-A-C-A-S-T, Bright Cove, IBM Cloud Video, Kaltura, Kaltura, Vidyard, Wowza, JW Player, Daily Motion, Livestream, Sprout Video, Panopto, mm -hmm. P A N O P T O, Panopto, Vimeo, Cloudflare Stream, Movie, M U V I, and Live Switch Cloud. So, uh, again, it's kind of a different branch, but you need to know that these platforms do exist in case you want to do something that goes beyond just you live streaming to your YouTube channel. Uh, so streaming options. Let's start with desktop because that's what we recommend to our clients and that's what we use and we love it. Uh, we used to use OBS, Open Broadcaster Software. It is a free product that you can learn to use. It is not as user-friendly as some of the other ones, uh, but it is free. So there's that trade-off, right? You know, you want to spend the time to learn it, then, uh, you know, you can learn it, you can use it, and it's free. Uh, doesn't give you quite as much flexibility, but, um, yeah, there's a learning so, curve. So there, A, Shelly's right, there is a learning curve. I, I'm not sure I agree with it. It doesn't give you as much flexibility. It does give you a lot of flexibility, but you have to know how to use it. Uh, you have to know how to build basically uh, each of your programs on it using uh, this layer mechanism that they provide for you. So there is a steep learning curve. In addition to that, you need to understand RSS, the feed that uh, is activated by your live stream. So you need to understand. So there's this back end that uh, you need to understand enough so that you know the difference between a source and a key, those kinds of things. Uh, but it's a good place to start if you don't want to make a monthly investment in one of the platforms that we're going to be talking about in, in just a minute. If you are interested in learning more about OBS, uh, there are lots and lots of YouTube videos out there that can teach it to you. Mm -hmm. And we also have our own course called Livestream Like a Boss on Udemy that uh, where we show how we do all the work that we do using OBS uh, so that you can understand how, how to go through that uh, process and use that. The other feature that's kind of cool about OBS is it has uh, something called virtual cam. So if you want a screen that would look something like what we're seeing right now, you know, with the overlays and the banners and things like that, and you were going on to a Zoom call, you could up, open up OBS, you could uh, add all your features, your overlays, your banners and things like that. And then you could use OBS virtual cam and virtual cam would create a virtual camera of your OBS platform. And then you could go to Zoom and Zoom now understands virtual cam. So do many of the other um, uh, video conferencing platforms. So you could have a very cool window on your Zoom, 
normally very plain uh, zoom uh, camera. So that's a kind of cool feature of OBS. Streamlabs is a Twitch kind of adaptation. Adaptation. So uh, the users of OBS that uh, are on Twitch wanted something just a little bit more capable. And so Streamlabs developed a version of OBS that's more functional. It has additional functionality, but it does cost. I think it's a one-time price. So you only buy it once and then you can continue to use it and it has some additional features. But again, I think it's a free level. Is there? Yeah. There, there is an there are for a, templates and gifts and things that go along with uh, Twitch when you want to ask for money and donations right. and that sort of thing. And and so and there is in addition, uh, like we said for OBS, there's a learning curve. Now the ones that are on there uh, below that XSplit, VMix, and Wirecast. Wirecast was the first one in the desktop application live streaming um, genre. Uh, and when it came out, not because it was the first one, it was very expensive. It was a, a, a at one point it was a twelve hundred ninety nine dollar product back in the early two thousands and ten. Now it's around a seven hundred ninety nine dollar product, and the people that use this are uh, people that have full studios and are live streaming uh, for the studio and probably to a broadcast wide channel. So it's, like I said, it still runs about $799, very expensive, but very capable and a very, very steep learning curve. VMix and XSplit are uh, much like OBS and Streamlabs. There is a, a smaller charge. Uh, they are not open source. Um, and so you're dealing with a product vendor, a software product vendor. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason we call these desktop is because you download the software onto your computer and you use it uh, locally uh, rather than using a cloud-based. And we're going to talk about cloud-based next. And and remember that not only are you loading this to your uh, desktop, you're doing the work necessary to understand how it works because the way that you, there, there are no training classes other than you learning on YouTube or using a, a Udemy uh, account to, to be able to do that. Um, but you also have to learn a little bit about what happens behind the desktop in order to live stream. You need to understand RSS feeds, things like that. So, so this is the cloud-based platforms for live streaming. And at the top of the list, of course, we have StreamYard because that's the one we're using now and the one that we recommend to our clients. We have used Restream in the past uh, and it is a good product, um, but if you're gonna pay that much for Restream, we suggest you just do StreamYard instead. Now Restream will do a few other platforms that uh, StreamYard is not, hooked up to, but uh, as long as you have the RTMP code, you can use StreamYard anyway. Um, we've we've used Zoom in the past, but uh, it's, it's going to put that Zoom logo on your screen if you want to use it for live streaming. And um, I've seen a lot of people in the past use BeLive, but the most, most people I've seen have have migrated towards StreamYard at this point. Yeah, StreamYard, uh, the advantage to StreamYard. Now, there is free versions of all of these platforms uh, available to you. We have the Pro, what's called the Pro Plus version. And the Plus means that we can assign different, um, what, what's the word that I'm team looking members? for? Team members. Team members. We can assign different types of team members. Shelly and I are both admins. Some of our clients are hosts. 
Uh, so that's one of the cool things about the Plus version. Restream we used for a while, but when StreamYard came along, Restream wasn't wasn't um, advancing as quickly as mm. Restream did. Mm. I, I'm sorry, as StreamYard did. So we made we migrated to StreamYard. They didn't offer us the green screen background right. capability. They yeah. didn't offer us uh, some of the other things that we have. Like. And we're just very, yeah, StreamYard just keeps adding more and more things. Well, what we can't do, uh, well, one of the good examples is that if we want to switch brands in the middle of a program, we can do that. StreamYard didn't give that. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Restream didn't give us that. Mm -hmm. You actually had to have a separate account for a different brand. Mm -hmm. Here yeah. we can have an unlimited number of brands, so mm -hmm. we use it for our clients. I, I think our list of brands, I won't show them to you, but we've got... I don't know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different brands mm -hmm. uh, on stream. We'll have a new one soon. Uh, as we add clients, we add in their, their brand their materials. Yeah. So that uh, they can just go through our, in our stream yard and we do all of the production for them. And, and you know, if, if you're planning on turning your streaming activities uh, into a business, streaming for other people, producing live streams for other people, StreamYard does that better than anyone else we've found yet. Now we have tested Melon Showflow, which is very expensive and we don't, we, we, that's the point at which, so it was really funny. Showflow was designed to be for the producer and the director. Uh, somebody that has clients that want to live stream, but they priced it kind of out of the uh, out of the pricing, the normal pricing model. Uh, as Shelly said, Zoom gives you that video conferencing. It does have a kind of features. You don't have to put the Zoom logo if you pay for one of their accounts. The free account requires the Zoom logo. Uh, BeLive and EVMux are both new. Uh, they're pricing themselves pretty good. Well, BeLive's pretty well. been around for a couple of years. EVMux is new. Is new. And uh, Blue, what's New Blue? New Blue. New Blue has come out with something that's a, a purchase, right? Yeah, you can you purchase purchase like, well, they're, they're a software subscribe. development company. Yeah. Um, but I haven't followed up on that, so we'll have to take a look at that and probably add it to the previous one. EVMux looks like it had some nice features, and it actually came to us and gave us a free 30-day test account kind of thing. But they were very much targeted, it seems to me, they were very much targeted to the person producing for their clients. Right. It's uh, EV is short for event uh, and UX for user experience. Right. Uh, M, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's they are uh, leaning towards people who are going to be doing events or summits or, or panels or that sort of thing as well. Yeah. So honestly, the bottom line for us is uh, we've pretty much committed to StreamYard mm. uh, for a variety of reasons, including it's the most capable, easiest to use, and they're constantly improving it. Yeah. And we, you, literally weekly, we see new features. And, they're, and their top uh, priority is to be glitch-free and to be user-friendly. So right. you can sign on to uh, StreamYard and really just get started pushing buttons and checking things out. And it, and it's a very simple product yeah, very to, easy to, to use. learn and use. Yeah. Uh, and what's the other thing that's cool about it is uh, one of the features, as we said earlier, is to make uh, team members and now our clients, we make them hosts and that way they can control their slide presentation. They can control their framing. And what we mean by framing is going from here or here, back to here, et cetera. So uh, it makes it kind of cool because it makes them feel like they're more in control and client, most of our clients type A personalities like that. So, but um, StreamYard is the one we recommend consistently.
As you can see, oh, here okay. are our recommendations. First thing to do, answer the why question. What is the why question? Why am I doing this? Why do I want to live stream? Why do I want a podcast? Um, what's in it for me, if not for everybody else? I mean, you have to ask that because it's going to take time and money uh, in terms of and effort in terms of your investment to live stream or podcast. No one should do this serendipitously. You shouldn't say, hey, let me just do a live stream. You should do it in the context of what do I get out of it and why am I doing it? And the why for us is because we use live streaming as a way to build our business, our target market, our uh, people like us, encore entrepreneurs who want to start spreading the word of whatever business they're building. And we're helping them to use live streaming and podcasting as a way to do that. And once they do it, what's really amazing to me is once they start, even, even if it's us, uh, that are producing it for them, they really get excited about it and they get happy about it. They look forward to that weekly live stream that they're going to do. And even better, people start reaching out to them and saying, oh, I saw your live stream. I'm sorry I missed the live stream. I saw the recording. Uh, I'll be on your next live stream. And that's really, that makes you really feel like, you know, I'm reaching out and I'm getting a response. And uh, that's what's cool about it. Reinforces it reinforces so, your commitment yeah. to show up every week. But, but that why question is uh, every, every book that we've ever seen or used on podcasting and live streaming always starts with answer your why question. Why am I doing this? Because it's going to cost time, money, and effort. You want to be able to justify that. Mm-hmm. Next, you'll want to set up your studio. And of course, we have videos on that, uh, how to do that. And you can visit our Amazon uh, storefront and check out the home studio kit if you uh, would like to know what equipment we recommend for your home studio. And we're going to put that uh, link to the home our, uh, our Amazon store uh, in the description box below. There is no extra charge for you to use to purchase off our Amazon store. Amazon rewards us with a little bit of a commission. Then figure out to which platforms you can stream. For instance, you want to make sure you have a Facebook setup if that's a place where you want to stream to. You want to have your YouTube uh, channel set up. You want to have a LinkedIn uh, apply for that live streaming uh, uh, allowance and be able to do your live stream there. Anywhere that you want to stream, you need to make sure that's set up uh, as a social account for yourself. And and as I said, uh, Shelly and I both said earlier, uh, start with Facebook and YouTube. Um, they're the easiest to get started with. They're live streaming platforms. Uh, I do want to remind you that YouTube requires a 24 hours to process your request to live stream. So don't set up your YouTube channel and expect to go live streaming right away. Uh, it requires a 24 hour minimum before you can actually live stream. But in terms of Facebook and YouTube, there are no additional requirements. You don't have to have a thousand subscribers. Uh, you don't have to have a thousand uh, friends on Facebook. You can start live streaming today on YouTube. I I'm sorry, on Facebook and tomorrow on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Just don't be late. Because if you schedule something on Facebook and you're more than 10 minutes late starting, then it won't 
accept your live stream. So, so, sure you the, the, <laughs> so that each in. of them have their little idiosyncrasies. But the cool thing about live stream is as you're building your expected broadcast, because you schedule it in advance, it tells you Facebook doesn't allow you mm. to schedule something that is within the next hour. That's another thing we like about StreamYard is it keeps telling you these things and, yeah. it, and it updates. So if the app you're streaming to has some sort of an update, or an idiosyncrasy, yeah. it will warn you about that. And we do have a very good presentation on StreamYard uh, in one of our videos. Take a look at it because we share our screen with you. So we explain all the features that we have available to us. One of the nice features about StreamYard is you can stream to eight platforms simultaneously. And all you have to do is click on a button. You don't have to know those RSS feeds or the RTMP feeds it'll stream to them uh, automatically. We're hoping that one of the features they add in the future is that they allow us to stream to a audio platform like Spotify um, uh, so that we can save ourselves the trouble of uploading the audio after the show. One of the cool things about Spotify, I know this is probably off topic, is that Spotify as a podcasting platform now allows you to upload a video along with the audio. So if you go to our Spotify account, you will see that you have a choice of listening to the audio or watching the video. It's kind of cool. Yeah. And other, other places do that too. Like Libsyn does that as yeah. well. Yeah. So the question is, are you an AV geek? Uh, and if so, then you would probably want to go ahead and install and learn one of the desktop apps because it's free to get started. Uh, and then you can learn all the functionality that way. So one of the one of the um, one of the issues that we see people deal with is realizing that, uh, for example, your laptop uh, eventually will not be enough. Uh, you're going to have to add a second monitor. You're going to have to understand how your computer, in this case, a laptop, deals with audio input and audio output, as well as video input and video output. And, and you can only learn those. There's only one way to learn them, and that's to do it. Now, obviously, if you become one of our clients, we walk you through that. We, we make recommendations for you. Uh, I remember Shelly uh, giving a list to one of our clients saying, uh, if this is what you have, this is what you recommend, we recommend you getting. And um, if she had done it uh, right away, uh, she would have saved herself a lot of time and frustration. Uh, as it was, she every time we talked with her, we'd have to tell her, well, if you want to do that, she'd want to do something. And it was always a conversation about, well, if you actually want to do that, you have to have this in place. And so the advantage of hiring us to help you do this is we've been through it all. We've made every possible mistake that you can make, including inviting guests that don't show up. <laughs> just put that one in there. Um, so if you're an AV geek and, and you have to be a little bit of a computer geek and an audio visual, uh, audio video geek in order to use one of the desktop apps, but it's also in some cases the most rewarding because you feel like you're, you're going to go through a learning curve and you're going to make a bunch of mistakes. But once you make those mistakes, troubleshoot your way past through them, you're going to learn a lot more about uh, live streaming. But if you're not, and you just want something simple to learn and user-friendly, 
choose a cloud-based platform. And of course we recommend StreamYard. And next, build out your digital assets package so that you have, as you can see, we have a background that's uh, you know, our banner. Uh, we have our logo. We have our crawl across the bottom. These are all the assets that you'll be building. You're also going to build an intro and an outro, and you're going to have music. So that's something that we work with our clients to build together so that when they do their show, they have all of these assets in place. And as you can see, the colors are there so that they match the, the colors of the logo and um, our style. And the intros business. and outros. Mm -hmm. You know, so we, we handle that for you. But... We'll also show you how to do it so that in case you want to do it for another channel, you're perfectly welcome to do that. But that's that's what we recommend. That's kind of the order we recommend you uh, doing them in and what to do about them. So again, here's why we use StreamYard. It's quick and easy to learn and use. It features assets categorized by brand. So you can have as many brands in there as you choose. It records video and audio together and separately. So if you're uploading to a podcast, uh, you can just use the audio if you want. Or uh, if, if for any reason you want a separate audio, you can do that. So I do want to point out that it also gives you the option of recording all your uh, audio uh, separately. So if you have a guest or multiple guests, you can have up to 10 guests on one program. It also records each of their audio separately so that if you want to go into editing and somebody's talking over someone else, you can edit that out. So it's very convenient. We don't have a lot of problem because we rarely have more than one guest at a time. Uh, but uh, but if you do have the kind of thing where you're doing a uh, panel, uh, and we do have one coming up here at the beginning of January, we're going to do a panel. Uh, you can you can each have you can have an uh, a audio track. Uh, for each subject uh, different from your original audio track. We find that StreamYard is the most glitch-free final video product available. Uh, you can have, you can stream to up to eight popular destinations, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, Twitch, and uh, you can provide an RTMP if you have, if you have that as well. Uh, and on Facebook, it gives you the option of going to your per profile page, your business page, and your groups. So you can go to all of those at once if you'd like. So we're going to four on Facebook. Mm -hmm. We're going to Shelly's, Eminem, AGK Media, and Leveraging Your Content. And then it enables a producer-director model. You want to talk more about that? Yeah. So uh, as I said, we have clients uh, that are building out their capability for StreamYard. One of the things that we do is walk them through building uh, uh, their studio. And sometimes the studio, in the case of one of our clients, is just basically her desktop with some lighting. We have another client that was interested in doing what we did and uh, building out one of uh, their spare bedrooms. And we actually happen to be in the same location in which he resides. And so we went to visit him and we basically helped him put up his uh, studio. And it's worked very successful for him. He's, he's very um, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to use finicky sounds negative, but he's very, there's very specific things that he wants and he wants to implement them in a very specific way. So we were able to visit with him and say, okay, this is what you're going to need. This is why it works. Now, 
over the length of our relationship with him, he's had to make some changes too. He's figured out, I need a laptop. He was using a DSLR, which we do not recommend, by the way. Um, and so over time, as these, as he started noticing these things were either more difficult and didn't produce the results that he wanted, we'd recommend changes. And uh, he's really good about implementing the changes we recommend. If I tell him, get away from the DSLR, which is, was very hard for him to do, uh, and go to a webcam, it took him a couple of weeks to get past that. When, when, he, when he finally installed it, it was like, oh, why didn't I do that before? So, um, so, uh, but because StreamYard enables that producer director model, he can start his program. We're not on the screen. You can't hear us, but he can. Um, and uh, he can do his show uh, like if it's all his own because he control, he's very presentation oriented. He controls all his slides and we're in the background making sure that it's going to the four platforms that he wants it to go to. So it's a very cool model and very good. It, like I said, it gives you the ability to build a, a business around producing live streams for uh, other uh, clients, That's other right. people. And again, it offers teams. Uh, team members can help direct and produce streams. So if I'm at home and we did this, we did a game night uh, about, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, uh -huh. we did a game night. I was at home and I was able to uh, add comments to the screen. I was able to change the framing. Uh, I was able to help be, you know, uh, producing the show from home because I am one of the admins on the on the product. I'm a team member. Uh, so that makes it really great if you're doing, say you're doing a podcast with a partner and you're in different places um, and you want to do the live stream podcast together as a team, well, you, you can each uh, have, share screens. You can each, um, you know, put up different things on the screen, uh, you know, when it, when it's time, if you notice that the other person has left uh, an overlay on too long, you can take it down and put something else up. And um, it's, it's great. It's really uh, one of the, it's one of the newer features that StreamYard has uh -huh. added. So um, in addition to the virtual background options, there are uh, the easy chat options. So one of the things I can do, for example, earlier, uh, uh, our friend Davio made a comment. I can add that uh, into uh, the live stream so people can see it. We can read it. If it's a question, we can answer the question. And uh, as we said earlier with um, StreamYard, literally every week they have some new features that are well tested. It's not, it's not glitchy or buggy. I mean, we have had applications where we just literally did not know what to expect hmm. the next Every live stream. Every time Windows did an update, it yeah. would change the yeah. the interface. So that's one of the they're they're very consistent and they're very stable uh, when they do release uh, something new. Uh, I should recommend to you they do have a Facebook page. You do not have to be a user uh, necessarily to join their Facebook page, uh, but it has a lot of people who are well-known uh, live streamers as admins and moderators. And so if you ever have a question about uh, StreamYard, uh, they can direct you uh, to it. They will always recommend uh, a 30-day free trial or a trial for use of their free platform. It does have some restrictions, but it gives you the ability to kind of test it out mm -hmm. with your own YouTube channel. There is a learning curve associated with it, but it uh, they have uh, literally a 
uh, an archive of training videos that you can go to so that you can learn it. They also have a very uh, useful YouTube channel. So you can go to the StreamYard U uh, YouTube channel and take a look at some of the videos that they have up there. Well, if it's out, we don't work for them. We're not sponsored by them. <laughs> we just have been through it all over the past uh, seven or eight years worth of live streaming. And this is where we ended up and we hope to stay here a long time. So. Yeah, we, you know, we can answer any questions that you might have. We also can provide production done for you. We can show you how to use the product. We can do a five days to finished boot camp with you, which means you start off with basically you have nothing and then together with together, all of us build together your uh, your assets. We build up your YouTube channel, your Facebook pages, your everything that you need for live streaming, for podcasting, and for blogging. And by day four, you're ready to do your own live stream. And you'll have a video and audio in a blog post from that. So five days to finish boot camp is one way to go. Uh, and then you'll have three months of support after that. Um, if you want just us to do it for you and you learn as you go, then show production might be the way to go. Um, what you can do is set up a free consultation with us at this link, which is also going to be in the description box and the show notes. It's at oncehub.com slash AGK Media Studio, or just go to agkmedia.studio, our website, and all the information is there as well. So that's all we have for today, and uh, we're happy to share our our information and our recommendations with you one-on-one. -on -one. So if you want more information, just uh, make an appointment, and we will be happy to walk you through that. And don't forget, if you get the opportunity, please like uh, this program, share it with your family, your friends, your neighbors, your business associates, the entirety of your social network. And uh, if you are not already a subscriber and you want to learn more about um, live streaming, podcasting, blogging, and becoming an encore entrepreneur, uh, please subscribe to our channel so that we can share whatever knowledge we've gained uh, with you guys. All right. Well, thanks for being here today. And we hope to see you again next week. We will have a guest, hopefully, uh, <laughs> who is scheduled with us to be on live. And uh, we look forward to that. And I'm going to send an email out right now to confirm that guest. So <laughs> I don't know what else we can do. So join that's us all, next that's week. All. Uh, so that's part of being live. That's okay. Uh, we do want to remind you, we will not be on the week between Christmas and New Year's. Now that's a couple of weeks off before we have to discuss it, but kind of put that in your uh, calendar or take it off your calendar, whatever uh, it is. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0 hosted by Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please subscribe and leave a comment or question, and we'll consider your ideas for future shows. Share this podcast with your family and friends so they can learn about current digital marketing practices, too. Check the show notes for links and resources and please come back again next week.